0: I am the knight. I am
1: Batman. It doesn't
0: matter what your name is. Truth is, I am
2: Batman. Axon. off. I know Kung Fu. Yippee-ki-yay, mother...
1: I ate his liver. What well, we call drug is seven full Street Baptist church. We call us sin and sin. We're around here between Normandy and Weston. We call this here a little twinny, twin, twin, twin. Never. <laughs> I so serious. Welcome back to the Why So Series podcast. Devin and Brandon are back for another episode and this week we have two of our favorite guests uh we have kevin and tachi from the tv channel podcast what's going on
0: hey hey what's hey. going on hey i am so excited to be this is my first time on the show so yes I think this is tachi's second tachi yes. was
1: on alone last time so now she's got another person to uh, uh gang up on us with <laughs> <So>.
3: <laughs> okay, but we'll see
1: who we'll see who side she falls on in the, the debate. oh i
0: already know which side she's gonna fall on and it won't be mine <laughs>
3: get, damn, straight. damn straight you know me well
1: <laughs> so uh yes for so those of you know tachi's been on before and she's on the tv channel podcast we were on their podcast as well uh so what's been going on with the show what's uh how's everything going any new shows you've been watching anything you like a lot uh talk to us
3: Oh gosh, there's so much going on and Kevin will expand upon that, but I just really have to there we were really excited because we just recorded an episode with somebody really high profile and we're like super excited about it. this person is a producer for um a lot of reality shows that uh you know. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun and we can't wait for that episode to drop. So that's happened, Kevin.
0: Okay, let's see. We just did a news show where we talked about, I think, a lot of things we're going to talk about today. So if you want to hear me talk in depth about Jesse Smollett on
3: multiple shows, (laughs) then, (laughs) then this is your week. I'm uh, warning you, gentlemen, that um, this is going to be an interesting conversation. So, just letting you know. Uh,
1: oh, yeah! Nope. Shockingly, it turns out it.
3: that we have opinions.
1: Oh no, yeah. we want those opinions. So, oh, okay. so you're trying to tell the uh, you're gonna try to tell our audience and us that uh, you guys talked to Mona Scott. Is that what you're trying to say? No, 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 we did not, but, yeah, it was, we were actually talking, we talked to somebody who's Mona Scott adjacent.
0: Oh, yes. Okay, Mona okay. Scott
3: adjacent. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. When we say produce, Tachi actually basically didn't tell the whole thing as far as in, we talked, she said somebody who produces a lot of reality shows, practically all. You yeah, can't name a major reality thing. show that this man has not been a part okay. of. Look
2: at the teaser. You got a teaser real good.
0: We had him on lock for almost two hours yes. and, we did a, and we did a top five. We did our top five reality shows of all time. Plus we interviewed him and he went in shockingly on a lot of stuff and it got kind of contentious, which I was like stunned because it's like, wait, I guess I'm asking some of the wrong questions, <laughs> but I think it definitely made for an excellent podcast. So that will be dropping next week. So
1: yes. what was uh, you and Tachi's favorite reality show?
3: Oh gosh, it was so much crossover. This is the thing. It's like it was so funny because you know, when you listen to the episode, you'll hear how much crossover there was. But um, I, 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 I want you to listen because I want you to be okay. surprised.
1: Okay, I have, a, I have a feeling though. I have a, I have a gut feeling. Yeah, no. Really? You know what? There are
0: uh, lots of surprises. I was surprised by everybody's picks, and um, and when you really start thinking about it, because the the line of what a reality show actually is, because when I started looking up just a list of them, because I'm thinking like, am I forgetting something? And I was looking at a list, I'm like, wait a minute, I wouldn't consider that. A lot of these game show type things are considered reality shows, and oh, I, was really? an argu- yeah. I was even yeah. arguing with our guest about like. No, American Idol is not a reality show. It's it like it's yeah, yeah there well, yeah. as people are standing on the stage like holding hands going like, "I hope you don't get eliminated, Christy," and then they hug. That is not a reality show. If we go back and people are sequestered and we're filming them crying backstage <laughs> and like making out, then it becomes a reality show. Top Chef, I would say is a reality show. It's a competition, but we follow them around um they're sequestered uh, and part see, of the whole thing about having people sequestered means you have nobody to talk to but each other.
3: Well, see, here's the thing. That's why there's a broad it it is reality. And I was right. looking at the um I couldn't see him, but I was looking like how you going to tell a reality show producer what reality is? That's what I was looking at like Kevin. But, <laughs> it, but but the the thing is reality is so broad. So it does include game shows. It does include competition shows. It does include the news is reality too. Does it so include in, pro wrestling? Well, you know, um, yeah, This funny thing
0: is I uh, actually do – I I don't care if you are a reality show producer extraordinaire, which this man absolutely is, but you can't convince me that Jeopardy! is a reality show. No. No, 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 it no, it no. that's
1: a not a reality show.
3: show. Reality – see, you all are thinking about reality too narrowly. Reality just means real. A game show, whether it's scripted or not, is real. A So, you know, oh, so, and- so wait, Tachi,
0: so under that <laughs> logic, a football yes. game is a reality show. It really, it absolutely
1: is. It's Get out of here. No, no, Wait,
3: wait, is the evening news a reality show as well? Yes! Reality is very broad. You, you all. This is what I teach now. Oh, okay. Reality oh, okay. is extremely broad. So we've come to know reality in a very narrow sense, and that narrow sense has come to characterize what reality is. But if we're looking at it, yes, the news is absolutely considered reality. If these no, wait, people wait, wait, are wait, playing wait, themselves, listen. If these people are playing themselves, when you look at the list of characters and everybody is playing themselves, it's reality. Wait, are you serious? Wait, are you seriously time? saying
0: that my favorite reality show can be 60 minutes?
1: <laughs> that
0: sure. is what
2: she just said. She just
0: said that. Okay, that all right. See, we're good. we're having already having controversy already.
1: See, you might have changed the list. <laughs> you might change the list. That's why he's arguing. <laughs> you might have to add uh prices right to the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. and those now? prices are not real <laughs> those <laughs> prices
1: are not real that is a fact
0: <laughs> manufacturer suggested price yeah Lord.
1: okay so yeah definitely everybody go subscribe to that show um, Any? Uh, what are some of your shows What what are some of the shows in 2019 that you guys have liked
0: well okay I'm going to give you guys some behind the scenes drama okay. when it comes to the making of TV channeling <laughs> TV channeling after dark all right. We were supposed to be reviewing The Umbrella Society. Oh, one yeah. I heard of that was yeah, great. One of, one of the TV twins watched multiple episodes, took copious notes, wrote an <laughs> incredible synopsis, and summed it all up in a brilliant fashion, only to find out when we start to record the show, it's like, wait, I didn't watch The Umbrella Society. And so, Yeah. So which I means you- that
3: one of the TV twins was not quite clear as to what the assignment was. <laughs> I don't know how much clearer you can be than saying we're going to uh, review Umbrella Society. But I didn't know how much so more clarity clear. I could do. We didn't say what. Well, you see how people throw you under the bus? I'm so, pretty so sure I
1: know which is which. I figured that out. <laughs> I
2: figured it out too. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I know which is which on this one.
3: So well, we, you know the thing is, we I have not watched Umbrella Society yet. That's something that I'm going to catch up on since uh, Mr. Kevin that was, was, was not clear as to the assignment. However, we did watch um, we did watch Russian Doll. Oh, I was, uh, was going to
1: start that this weekend. How is it?
2: Is it is it worth it?
3: It. You know what? It. It. I. I would say watch it. It's. It's dark. It is very. dark. Yeah, I heard dark. it was. It is very dark, and it's like to the point where sometimes I'm like, "Oh, Dad, Dad, I can't, I can't see this happen again." So it's it's it hits you over the head over and over and over. It's a it's a dark Groundhog Day. Groundhog day. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Have
1: you watched the passage? Yes,
3: yes, yes. We wa uh, we we reviewed the passage.
1: Oh, you reviewed the passage. See, I must have missed that one. I need to watch the passage. I hear a lot of people talking to that. I mean, it's talking it's about that horror, that so can it. Can but it... I am completely in uh empathy. I completely have empathy for Kevin because I I just went through that. So we're doing this thing where we're review we're going back and watching old terrible movies and reviewing them. <laughs> so we've already done like Green Lantern. We did the Fantastic Four. And then Which
0: version? Which version of Fantastic Four? The Which one is good? Chris
1: Evans one. Uh, okay. And so we are supposed to watch the Fantastic Four, and we all get on the show, the Fantastic Four, and then Devin's on there and he's like, Yeah, I didn't watch this. And I'm like, so Why it's are a you here? The
0: Fantastic Two.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> why are you here if you didn't watch it?
2: I was just going to talk shit what? like I've seen it before. I've
3: never even seen that movie before. so. Um. What, what? You empathize with Kevin. Mm hmm. May thunder rip you in two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair, there was a big panel of people, and I was in Dallas for, for training, so I really didn't have everything I needed.
0: Well, first of all, thank exactly. you for uh, for sympathizing and identifying with the injured party, which makes you a
1: good person. That's right. Injury. That's <laughs> right. I'm a good person. Uh, and this month, by the way, we're doing... <laughs> We're doing a versus Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. Pray so. for us.
2: Pray
0: for us. Yeah. Okay, really? that actually—that I, I, actually sounds fun. I look forward to hearing that. Episode. That does.
2: That sounds. That sounds amazing. We watched Street Fighter yesterday, and when I tell you, oh god, it's gonna be—it's gonna be brutal. We are definitely gonna tear these movies apart. John claude Van Dam had a, a knot on his head the whole fucking movie, a whole, the whole movie. <laughs>
0: Well, actually, uh, what I wish you guys had done was Fantastic Four versus Fantastic Four, because we have the Fantastic Four, the most recent one with Michael B. Jordan. Oh
1: gosh, I don't and know if versus, I can rewatch versus that. Versus
0: the original movie, Fantastic Four would have been a really good head-to-head. Like, which one is more horrible? The
1: second yeah, one I'm, is the, the reboot Michael is definitely more, definitely more really? horrible. Really? Oh is it yes. <laughs>
0: more
2: terrible than, okay, okay, okay. It's, it's not, not even watchable. Yeah, landslide victory for.
1: Uh, and that and the one we watched was terrible. Um, wow. But yeah, Street Fighter was horrible. So yeah, we got that coming up, and then after this show, we're actually recording a podcast um, reviewing uh, Abducted in Plain Sight uh, from Netflix, which was oh.
0: wow. The, the funny thing is, I'm actually afraid to watch that because oh. people, multiple people, have asked me about that, and I'm afraid to watch it because I'm thinking anytime I go out anywhere, I'll be like, wait a minute, is that kid being abducted? Oh no, I mean, it's, it's not. It's not like that. No, no, no. no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, when it
1: says abducted sure. in plain sight is literally a dude's a lady's neighbor. Just it's so crazy. It's, it's, it's some of the worst parents you've ever seen in your entire life. Like literally some of the worst parents you've ever seen. I'll give you a quick a little thing, not to spoil. It mean, it's not to spoil, but there's a point in the Don't film. Don't I'm not going
3: to watch it anyway. So there's a ahead.
1: there's a point in the film where the girl gets abducted and she's gone for like thirty days with this guy that they know. FBI all that stuff's called she comes back they find her they come back from Mexico and after that the mother of the woman the mother of the girl that was dating I mean the mother of the girl that got abducted went and had sex with the guy who abducted their daughter on like on purpose
0: (laughs) she didn't accidentally have sex. With her. No, it wasn't like
1: sexual assault. Like she got raped. Like she okay. wanted to go willingly. have sex with this man willingly. willingly. <laughs> Afterwards, um,
3: on purpose. What, what was that supposed to be? Oh, it I'll gets show better. you. It gets I'll better, have though. Sex. It gets better. What, what, what was that for?
1: Because she was in love with him, in a way. Oh, God of it's 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 a it's a crazy story. It's ridiculous. <sighs> but then it, to type it off, right? Then the husband. No, save that for the show. Oh, they don't want to know no. that. No, they no, don't no, know no, no, no. You can't teach that. <laughs> they, <ass>. they, wait. <laughs> please, they don't want to know don't tell that. tell me
0: the husband also had sex with him.
1: Oh um, You would be correct. S- sort of. Yes.
3: Oh, okay. Oh. See, Sexual now act. this is a show I don't want to see because Kevin knows I hate stupidity in characters. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, this is I, it's I can't stand stupid characters. Well, but here's the
1: thing. Wait, it's, is this
0: a documentary?
1: Or yeah, is this is a documentary. Yes, this is a documentary.
0: In real life, people actually went and had sex with the person who abducted their child.
1: Well, he he gave him a hand job in the car. Oh my
3: god! Yeah, you can't see my face. <laughs> I can't.
1: So check that
0: out. Check that out.
1: <laughs> and then, yeah. So we're going to talk about that after this show. But yeah. And <laughs> oh yeah, and hey, then, then she have had
0: us on that. We should have been on that episode. And then
1: Why she got ab- just- Then she got abducted again. By, the same, by the same person. By the same person? Yes. Okay,
0: now, now is she actually being abducted? or Because apparently this man is very charming. Is he it's <laughs> is a she whole, being abducted it's as a well, whole, or is she willingly going off with him?
1: I mean, she's like 12, like 11 or 12 years old, and he's like 40. Yes, yeah, so but she
0: doesn't have the right
3: to consent. She can't. Consent. Where no. were the authorities during all? They, this? They, the they, really it's, the it's, it's the parents. The it's
1: parents. crazy. If you ever get a chance to watch it on Netflix, it's ridiculous. It is a ridiculous documentary. Um. Wow. All right. So yeah. So that was cool. Oh yeah. Go ahead.
3: Can I? Can I? Uh, can I add one thing that I've seen before we get into it? Oh yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the documentary Fire? Of oh yes. 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 Yes.
1: We, saw that. we wanted to talk about that on the show too. We watched both of them. Well, I watched both of them.
3: Okay. You saw the Hulu one and the Netflix. Yes. one. Yes. I don't have Hulu. I'm not paying for Hulu, so I stuck with Netflix. <laughs> so I just I, I was floored because you know i had followed this and i had talked about it on my other show Mm -hmm. um, at length when it happened initially two years ago and then but you know reading reports and reading articles about it is so much different from hearing accounts of people that were on the ground people that were involved with the organization and seeing the footage right i was just like floored oh
0: it's
1: it's it's wild did you watch it kevin
0: no, I did not see it, but I have heard so much news about one particular uh, oh, gentleman yeah, who was willing to go above, and beyond, above and beyond for, to, to, there are people that are thirsty, and he's all like, put me in, coach. And I
1: was he like, he to what? do his part. He was just trying to do his part. Look, my man, my man was too, he was excited for that. I'm convinced. He was, he was excited to do that act. Ready to join um, the team, ready by to the team. way, my man's getting. Uh, did you know he's getting his own TV show? I
0: heard that, but I'm thinking he's like, what could that show possibly So his be show about?
1: Is, is his show is going to be about the behind the scenes of events, like what it takes. Wow, to...
0: really behind the
1: scenes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really.
3: Wait, wait, this guy is getting his own TV the scammer, show? Yeah. Yes, the scammer. Team. No,
1: not the scammer. The the
3: the one that was willing to go above and yes. beyond.
1: Oh Yes, he's getting his own TV show. It's going to be about... He
3: needs his own TV show. He's And it's going to
0: be NC-17? What is it exactly? See, that's a great
1: question. I think it's going to be on Netflix, actually. And it's going to be about, like, the above... It's going to be about what it takes to put on an event. And, like, it's basically going to... He He says it's going to be, like, a reality show, um, where it's basically, like, do...
0: We we just found out that everything is a reality show. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And he was like, it's basically going to be like, am I, is he going to, like, are we going to, you know how you watch a show like HGTV and it's like, yeah. oh, this thing just fell in. Are we going to be able to make the renovation by this time or something like that? It's going to basically right. be like, are we going to be able to get this event going on? Like that type of uh, reality show. Uh, okay. So, yeah, he's getting the show. So he's, he's definitely flipped this into something. Uh, because... Damn,
3: well, you know, he probably didn't get paid everything he was supposed
1: to from the fire
3: festival. So he needs some kind of deal.
1: Yeah, he wasn't. There. He was
3: Yeah, I there. needed. I needed
0: clarifi- clarification on exactly how much he was paid. Because again, the the ability or or the desire to go above and beyond. Again, like how much are they paying you? Oh, he wanted,
2: he's trying to
0: get that money. He was trying to get that money
1: anyway. <laughs> <possible>. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, he was. He, wasn't, he wasn't getting none of that money. He was just getting water no. for the people.
0: What, that, wow, he. Sh- we should actually nominate him for president because that is that is above and beyond.
1: Yeah, that is power right there. A lot of people let people
0: dollars. go very, very thirsty. Like, well, I'm sorry, people. Hope oh, for rain. Do a rain dance, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not me. Uh,
1: but right? yeah, that was that was an interesting doc. But abducted in plain sight is even more ridiculous than that, and that was ridiculous. Uh, those fire festival documentaries. Um, wow. All right, so I wanted to talk to Kevin and Tachi about the Oscars, which is this weekend, um, and see what they're looking forward to and some of their picks. So uh, let's start at the top. Um, Best Picture, we have Black Panther, Black Klansman, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, (laughs) Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Have you all seen most of those films or any of those films?
0: All I have I, seen in that list is Black Panther.
1: You didn't oh, see really? Black
3: Klansman? Oh, Wait, gosh. you saw Black Panther? Good for yeah, you. Yeah, I Kevin. saw Black
0: Panther. I haven't seen anything else on the
3: list. Wow. I saw Black Klansman. I saw Black Panther. Um, Wait, so you
0: only watch movies with the word black in the title? Mm-hmm. Damn that's straight. A, that's a <laughs> what's going on here.
3: That's it. That's about it. Um yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen the rest of them yet. Um great. although Roma is on um, Netflix. Netflix. Yes. So I do want to see Roma. And if we're asking about picks. That probably will get Best Picture. I'm.
1: It's am, it's great.
3: Yeah. Okay. I okay. I
2: haven't seen it. Uh, it just is is it in a different language?
0: Yes. No. It. don't I, yes. I, I do not enjoy reading a film, so I that's the reason why I haven't seen it. <laughs>
1: good for you. No, it's it's good. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody should not be there. That movie was not good. Um. It's, it's just
3: because of the transformation of Rami Malek. Yeah, I Rami
1: Malek was amazing. He deserves yeah. the lead actor nomination. But that film was a mess. Like that mm. film was a complete mess. It was. It didn't go into any depth. It didn't really explore anyone. It, it, they never had any arguments. Every the only every every character in there was benevolent except one dude that like supposedly like brainwashed Freddie. It's just. It's it's basically the the queen members surviving queen members had way too much input on the film and they basically just made themselves look great and didn't explore anything and so and it's not really about queen it's about Freddie Mercury but it doesn't go into any depth about Freddie Mercury so uh, well also didn't the movie have two directors yeah Brian Singer just left in the middle of the film just just up and left did uh,
3: he le- he le- did he leave or was he fired
1: this he left this one. Uh, okay. Red Sonya is not coming out, and uh, that was supposed to be his next film, and they are like, no, nah, we're not doing this with you, buddy, not after those allegations. Um uh, oh,
0: but no! No, don't. That's you're being a little generous about how dirtbaggy these people were. They were supporting him literally like until 15 minutes ago, yeah, and then yeah. finally <laughs> they were shamed into yeah. into cutting him from Basically. the project.
1: Exactly. After like
0: 800, after it was revealed he's been sleeping with like 800 teenage boys for God knows how many years.
1: But the funny thing is, people knew about these rumors with Brian Singer for a long time. There's nothing. This isn't new stuff. This is. I mean, I guess it's new to the like the details, but there's been like. There's been rumors about this for a while now. At least I've known about it for a while.
0: No, all of the me sadly all the me too allegations against all the big people that have come out. Everybody in the business has known. I mm-hmm. mean, uh they were there were jokes uh about um oh my god, who's the original Harvey Weinstein? That's- Harvey they were jokes on Ward shows about Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. about about the fact that he was a perv and that you had to put out to basically uh, uh be in a movie with uh, of his so people have known this. People knew about Kevin Spacey, about how much of a dirtbag he was. Mm-hmm. But as long as you were making money for us, we will look the other way.
1: Oh, didn't care. So uh, I enjoyed Vice out of that. Like Vice was... Really good. I enjoyed <laughs> that. That movie was great. Really? Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. If you get a chance to see that, you should go see Vice. Definitely. It's, it's pretty good. It's really good. And like Christian Bale, essentially, he turns into... Dick, um, Cheney. Dick Cheney. Dick like, Cheney literally turns into Dick Cheney. Um, so it is incredible. Sam Rockwell is really good. Is yeah, I mean, Sam Rockwell was all right, but he
2: was good. I mean, he, 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 he got okay. Guy. But
1: we'll get to that. But he got a best supporting actor nomination, and he absolutely didn't deserve it from that film. No,
2: no.
1: Uh, Steve Carell.
2: Was yes. incredible
1: mm. as Donald Rumsfeld, just absolutely incredible. Really? Yes. Okay.
2: Steve Carell okay. had a really strong uh, movie season. Like,
1: oh, he was unbelievable as Donald Rumsfeld. But you, if you, the reason why that film is really great is because they don't sugarcoat it. So they don't make it seem like oh, it's just this thing. It's like no, these guys were villains. Rumsfeld, um Cheney, Same. like all of them, they were like real life villains, and it basically shows. Like what they went through to bring all this executive power to that office. It's it's absurd. And so, what
2: really you leave a, uh the movie with is like, yo, this man really impacted the history we have. Like you leave that like, damn, like one man can make a change, like and he fucked the he fucked us and it really you can really show the movie shows that.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hide from any of that uh at all, which is really good. Um Stars Born, I enjoyed that. Um I thought Bradley Cooper was great. He was actually singing in the film, which was to my surprise. Oh, that's another thing with Bohemian Rhapsody. No one sings at all at any point in the film. It's all, they just play the songs. So, like, they'll be in the studio and, like, you know, working on the song. But instead of, like, the actors singing the songs, they just play the song. <laughs> like, and have them lip sync it. So, it's, it's very weird when you watch that. Um, Black Clansman mm. was really enjoyable. And it's funny. Actually, it's actually a lot of fun. Really fun. Uh, it gets serious too, but it's actually a lot of fun. Um, I did not see the favorite. That's the only one I haven't seen and on that I heard list. That
2: was delightful. People love that. Like I heard a lot of
1: friends that. Saw but I heard that was great. Um, lead actor, you got Christian Bale from Vice, Bradley Cooper, A Star Is Born, William Dafoe from At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek from Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen from Green Book. I like Rami Malek for that one. Interesting thing, William Dafoe. He was in Aquaman, completely wasted. Did you guys see Aquaman?
0: Did not see Aquaman. Good for you. Good for Neither you. Neither did I. That's Again, if I had only known what we were going to be discussing during this broadcast. oh, no. Which is your own
3: fault. Your own fault because you didn't check your email.
1: You well, weren't going to get to all these anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal.
3: No, don't, don't defend
0: him.
1: I'm, I'm defending
0: him. I'm here for you, Kevin. I'm oh, here for at you. email. Oh, so if I got the show notes literally an hour before the show, I would have been able to see multiple movies?
3: <laughs> <laughs> really?
1: Okay, how about this? Did you? Did you all see uh, if Bill Street could talk?
3: No, I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's still out, so I want to go see it.
1: It is still. Out.
3: Well, I will. I will be
0: seeing it after Regina King wins for Best Supporting Actress because she's got that on lock. It's going to yes. happen. So she was great. I yeah. will eventually see it.
1: Um, yeah, Emma Stone I heard was really good in the favorite, but yeah, uh, Regina King was fancy. By the way, Regina King and uh, another uh, lady in that that film could both get it because they're both were really good. Uh, but yeah, that film is super emotional, but it's, it's interesting because when we talked about this in our review, most of the time when you see films about like racism or, or racist acts that happen to people, it's more like black torture porn where they just show like all this bad stuff happening to black people. Whereas in this film, uh, they show a lot of the happy times too. So they make sure to show the happy times and the sad times, which, is, which was really good. Um, so if you get a chance to see that film, definitely see that film. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to get some of your opinions on some of those things. Um, but, uh, yeah, of course, you didn't guys get to, to all those films. And there's a lot of films, so uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> Trust me.
0: Well, the, the I thought that when you talked about mentioning, uh, talking, discussing the Oscars, I thought we were going to talk about the controversy of the Academy announcing oh, yeah, that, that they too. were going to re- be removing several awards from the televised event they'd be awarded
1: during commercial And then breaks. they brought them back.
0: And then they're all like, oh, we were kidding, kidding. crazy because I was telling Tachi it's like, no, four was too little. There are so many awards that show is so long and there are so many awards there are so many awards that I'm sorry, nobody but people in the business care about. Yeah, nobody wants to see these things. When was the last time somebody said to you, "Oh my God, who did the sound mixing in this movie? It was so good. We need to go see every movie that that guy does sound mixing on." Nobody. So those kinds of awards need to be awarded at the other event. There is another technical Oscars that where they give out other awards about uh, about technology and behind the scenes kind of stuff. Because honestly. When it, they, that award show, if they put me in charge, would be done with a quickness. Who is the best actor, best actress, supporting, supporting actress, uh, best screenplay, best adapted screenplay, and best animated film, best song, That's best it. score, best director, best and then, and best, then picture. best
3: picture, and we're gone. Mm-hmm. Good night. First I... of all, take it off the air. Put it all online. And nobody, people are tired of it.
1: People show up for the Oscars. Like, I show up for the end of the Oscars essentially just for Twitter, honestly. Like, I just get on there to see what people say on Twitter to see all the people who didn't watch any of the movies complain about who won or who didn't win, which that's always interesting to me because I go to, I see like so many movies a year. And I, it's always interesting. You can tell on Twitter, like, who watched the movies, who didn't watch the movies. Because, like, I remember, um, uh, like, this year, I, I guarantee you, the, uh, there's going to be a lot of people on Twitter who're going to be if Black Panther's not going to win, but no, it uh, and it shouldn't win. It's a great movie, but it shouldn't win. It's not better than a couple of those other. No, films. it's not. Um, I don't.
3: But think it's, it's going. Nice, I already
1: know, especially in the space that I operate on Twitter. There's going to be a bunch of people when Black Panther doesn't win. They're going to go. They don't like Black Panther. Should have won, and it's going to be all. And I'm just going to laugh because that's really funny to me. Um, well, you
3: know. I'm sorry, those are also people who don't understand film, and they don't understand that usually superhero movies don't get nominated anyway. Right. So they, they don't understand the way it works, and I'm not saying necessarily that that's right, but in a superhero movie, the emphasis is on action and the superhero and less on the story. In my opinion, Black Panther, to me, actually has a a very compelling story, mm-hmm. but it is still a superhero movie. Correct. And I mean, for that reason, it's not going to get uh, Best Picture. I would love for that to happen, but but it's not going it's to. Not this- no. yeah, this- it's not better than Black Panther.
1: Yeah, but it's not better. Well, Beale Street's to Talk should have been nominated. It got snug. But here's the thing. if I, I, Like I said this, and I see some other people say this. If Bohemian Rhapsody can get nominated, Black Panther can also be nominated because that film right. is much better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Like in every way, with the exception of like, there's no one in Black Panther that was as good as Rami Malek. Like that was a really standout performance. But the rest of the cast is completely unforgettable. Like they're pointless. There's no character development with anyone except uh, Freddie Mercury in that film. And it's it is not a, it's not a good, it's not even just a good film. Like much less best picture. Like I think we gave it on our review a six out of ten or something like that, wow. five, and a five, five and a half out of ten. It's just not a good film, and I was really looking forward to it. And it's it worth seeing because Rami Malek is so great, but it's not a good film. Like, if you're going to watch a good movie, it's not a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. All right, we do this thing recently where we talk about the week on Twitter because I am a big Twitter person. I'm always on there. Um, and so I like to bring to the show, like, three of the biggest topics in the past week that I saw in my little Twitter bubble of a few thousand followers uh and the first one was i want to talk about is uh there's a new r kelly sex tape out apparently uh that these news organizations have and other people have and a lot of people are saying that like there's going to be some charges brought down he's going to be indicted soon so is this when we finally uh get him out the paint
0: well i I have no idea because I don't understand how he skated for the first <laughs> videotape that we all saw him having sex with a child. So he <laughs> I, said it I wasn't him. What kind of, what kind of Johnny Cochran magic <laughs> kept him out of jail for that?
1: And here's the thing: it. That, it's people should have known back then, but that was what 2008. We are in 2019. There is no way. There is no way that there's another tape out here that he's not throwing under the jail. Like, just, they can't be, this can't happen. And especially out of that documentary. That uh, Did you guys watch Surviving R. Kelly?
0: I
2: saw it. I didn't
0: watch, watch Good all of of, but I did see some of it. My I mom couldn't. told me
2: about it, and that was it. My mom was watching it, and I saw approximately two minutes of it. I think his brother was talking, and I tapped out because, guess what? I already knew he was this kind of person. So
1: um, Yeah, there was no new news.
2: Right. That's why I was like, I don't need to hear anything that I already confirmed.
1: Well, I think, well, to me, I think to me and, like, people like us, when we're aware of that stuff, it wasn't new news. But I think to, like, the general public, like, I think the general public knew about R. Kelly and the sex tape. But I don't think the general public knew that he's basically running a sex cult, like, right now. Correct. Like, I don't think people were aware of those things. Because the things I was reading was like, oh, I didn't know this, or I didn't know that. And I'm like... I mean, I knew it, but yeah, I can guess how that could be surprising to some people. But But, what about the Aaliyah thing? I never understood how uh, the Aaliyah thing went down. Yeah, how do you get out? I was listening to another podcast, and he was talking about. He was like, "That was basically like our parents' generation letting our generation down because people who were in their thirties and forties and older in the mid nineties they knew that was wrong, right?" But they didn't, you know, they didn't say anything about People it. People get in their pockets. Long. It, it was, was that insane. thing where, you know, she's fast. She's, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they just let it slide. Because when you look at it now, like when you actually look at it now, you're like, she's like 14 years old. Like, what is going on here? This is disgusting.
3: Oh, well, I can tell you what's going on. There's a... Kevin already knows what I'm going to say. Black women don't matter, Mm -hmm. even to our own community. Mm -hmm. And so we, to a fault, will defend Black people, but particularly Black men. We will defend them regardless of what wrong they do. So the the big thing is not to look like big, bad Negroes in front of the general public. So if something is going on in our community, regardless of how diabolical it is, we will, well, well, don't say anything because we don't want him to get in trouble, or we don't want, we will protect to a fault to the detriment of young girls and young boys who have been affected by this type of behavior. And it's absolutely disgusting. So the thing that, that the reason it's even being thought about now is because of one, partially Me Too doesn't really apply to black people, even though it was a, it was started by a black woman. When we think of Me Too, that's not what we think about. But part of the whole atmosphere of Me Too, that's one thing. And then number two, the sheer numbers of people who have come out to say something about R. Kelly mm-hmm. in a public forum in, tr- in terms of the documentary, that's another thing. Now you can't deny. Now you have to start to listen.
1: Yeah, the because R. Kelly
3: movement. One at a time.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. one of the one of the speaking of the mute R Kelly movement, I, I was to uh, saying during our our last episode, the thing when Taraji P Henson oh, yeah. uh, posted that thing <laughs> about that video about you know like wait a minute why isn't there a mute Harvey yeah. Weinstein campaign like see? this is a black thing oh, yeah, I could oh. not believe it because <laughs> we
3: defend our community to a fault and it it's the same thing when Bill Cosby they're like we defend yeah but black... no White... no
1: we defend straight black men. To a fault, it's this thing yes, where yes, that's
3: true. straight that's black true. men
1: want this idea. They want, they don't want full equality. They basically want they want wh- to be white, white men. men. Yeah, they want to be white yeah, men. So, they want
0: to be. They want to be the oppressor, as, <laughs> as opposed to being so the it's oppressed. Just, so they yeah, don't exactly. Want equality for black women. No, so you when, know what I couldn't believe. Can I say one quick thing? No, I, what I couldn't believe was Chance the Rapper in front of a camera, not a secret hidden camera camera boom mic crew said that well he didn't believe the r kelly allegations because they were coming from black women yeah i was like wait uh, my guess is you had a black mother no no
1: no no okay that okay that quote was taken a little bit out of context from what i understand because i i looked i um jamila uh, lemieux the person who did the interview was talking about that quote and I think what he was, according to her, and she was doing the interview, what he was saying was he was looking back, he was doing revisionist history, which is, I mean, it's not, this doesn't make it any better, but it makes it a little bit better. He was saying that in 2008, 19 or 18, whenever he was doing the interview, he was looking back at himself at 2008, and he was saying that the 2008 version of him probably didn't like it because he had a, he had a problem with black women. Is what he was saying. He was like, if you get what I'm trying to say, he was he was he was wrong. But he was saying that, like, now I'm looking at
0: 2008 wrong. But today he's cool with black women. No.
1: Yeah. What he he was trying to say was I was fucked up like so many black men and I had this disdain for black women back then. and, And I might not have admitted it, but that's why I didn't believe it. No, he, it's it's a, yeah. no.
0: It's amazing that he's willing to admit that, but the fact that that was even an issue, right. I don't even understand how that was even an
1: issue because people don't even value black in women. Two thousand eight. I mean, they I, don't do it now. So
3: I have to say again, we're not valued. We are not valued, and it just it, it, it's it's ad nauseum at this point, and it just gets tiring. It, it it really is. It's and that's one reason that I couldn't sit down and watch the watch the um the documentary if because think,
1: it just. Oh, sorry, ahead, Tachi. sorry. No, I didn't mean to cut you off.
3: I was just going to say it just it just really hits home how how uh, lack of value you what the lack of value is on you as an individual in this society. So you get tired of seeing that all the time. Right.
0: Yeah,
1: if you look no, back what, what,
0: what to me the important thing is that that it it's going to take women are going to have to lead. So it's like the, I think that sadly I think the black women are going to have to work on purging themselves of the internalized uh, misogyny and get that out because I need – if nothing else, if if men aren't going to stand with women, women have to stand with other women. Yeah,
1: but that's it doesn't what, that matter. That always
0: seems really rough when they don't.
1: But people don't listen to women either way. So it, it's really not going to make a difference. It's just like the civil rights movement essentially in a, in a uh, similar analogy. Like black people can cry about racism all they want, but until there's some white people who are sympathetic for black people, that's the only time something's going to change no matter how much you want it to change. Think about this, the erasure of black women. People, when they talk about the Bill Cosby, right, there's a bunch of black men who go, oh, it's just white women who want to take the man down.
3: There's no these white evidence.
1: women who are lying on him. But there were a ton of victims that were black women. They yeah, just erased them. like just com- yeah, Oh,
0: yeah, Beverly yeah. Johnson. They Beverly just com- Johnson. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just
1: completely erased out of the equation. It's essentially... These white women are lying on Bill Cosby because they want to take him down, completely ignoring the black women that were affected and abused by Bill Cosby. And because to them, they don't matter. It's just like, whatever. It doesn't matter. And And also
0: the the lunacy of that whole thing about Bill Cosby was it's like, wait, so now is when they come for Bill Cosby? They want to come for Bill Cosby in the late 2000s, been uh, the again, 2000 of yeah. uh, the teens. It's just ridiculous. the The man was at his height of his power in the 80s, so that was the time to try and take him down. The idea that there's somebody like you know itching to bring down Bill oh, Cosby yeah. now, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because he was trying to buy NBC. Don't forget that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Really so hopefully, R. Kelly them. is uh, going to get taken down like the rest of these dudes need to um jesse smollett so (laughs) yeah so i didn't say anything about this on social media because i was like there's a lot going on here and i'm just not going to jump in on this at all because i don't know where this is going to go and so the most recent uh things that have come out is apparently there's leaks that are saying that He paid these two brothers to commit this act against him. For what reason? No one knows yet. But they even said that they had a receipt of the (laughs) for the rope that was used to choke him, and it was um, with the name of one of the people of those brothers. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, Kevin (laughs) or So I don't even know what to say about this.
0: Because you can see he thing. is itching. Oh my God! All right, you just let me out the gate. All right, so there have been problems with this from jump. Um, I have another uh, podcast where we talked about this, and my co-hosts were like, "It's too early to discuss." I'm like, "No, it's not," because there was there were things that were that were fishy for, right off the bat. So there are death threats sent to uh, the, the the to Fox uh, about Jesse Smollett threatening to kill him. Fox was like. We think these are credible threats, so we're going to pay for security to follow you around. And he's all like, no, I'm good. So that's one thing. You're just a badass. You don't care if somebody's trying to kill you. <laughs> so what's the smart thing to do after that? Oh, well, I don't know. Go scary. get a sandwich around 2.30 in the morning by yourself. walking in the streets while people are trying to kill you. And then when they do try to kill you and you're all shocked and they're yelling MAGA at you, Then when the police are like, oh, well, having uh, access to your cell phone might help us catch these people who, you know, yelled homophobic and racist things at you. And he's like, oh, you can't have my phone. Well, can we have phone records to try? No, I'll get back to you. Then he gives them redacted phone records. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was fishy literally from the day this story came out. It did not sound right.
1: And even to this day, his people, they haven't, they still denying all of this. But I do remember that um, his official, I, I did see someone leaked or the statement that he gave to the police. Uh, he never said anything about the Mega hats. That was just something that was, in like, somebody added editorially, which is interesting. So to me, this whole thing was weird from the beginning because... I don't know who to trust in this situation. Like, you can't, I'm not trusting the Chicago PD. I'm not trusting them. And then also, this situation sounds fishy to begin with. So I don't know, I didn't know who to trust. Uh, Tachi, what is? what was your take on all of this?
3: Yeah, so initially when I heard about, you hear about it, it's like, hmm, okay, you hope he's okay. But then when details started to unfold, And let me preface this by saying, I hope to high heaven that this is not some sort of hoax. Uh, Let me just preface it by saying that. However, I got the same feeling inside. Remember when that white woman sued. I know what you're going to say. Yes. When Susan Smith, um, you know, she tried, she drowned her kids in the car and Uh, said that it was some, uh, that it was a black man who did it. And then you saw the composite and it was like a caricature and the black man had on a lumberjack shirt. Guess what? Black people don't wear lumberjack shirts, So that's when I knew right away she's lying when she just, that description was a caricature. I got that same feeling after I heard this story and I really... I don't, I, I don't want him to be lying. I'm hoping because this means so much more for people of color and LGBT people um, if, if he is lying or if this is an elaborate right. hoax because right. then when we are telling the truth and we are crying about our pain, you know, we're seen as crying wolf. They already don't want to believe us about our pain, mm-hmm. so don't give them a reason really not to believe. Right. Well, there's another issue
0: with this. Okay, so are we supposed to believe now that these brothers are lying for what? What would they be lying for by uh, in implicating him? Because they're still saying that they had something to do with this in implicating him. And yeah. the another thing that makes this whole thing fall down is this. Initially, Jesse Smollett... Uh, people were saying that he did not know them. He had no. He didn't know nothing about them. He's following one of them on social media. Yeah, they worked on and the show. He, and They work on and, the show. Yeah, and, and we're on the show. Another coincidence, and also his personal trainer. Uh, one of them. So all of that shows a lot. And the idea that the, that he his attackers were supposed to be white. There is no mistaking Mm-mm. that these gentlemen are white. There's no. I don't care how dark that alley was. The only... or whatever, that he wasn't sure about their ethnicity, because he said that, that his attackers were white. He did. And also, another weird thing that never made sense was the idea that, okay, your attackers just, they happen to be, uh, they threaten you, they happen to be following you, and they just happen to have bleach with them. They had bleach, they had the mm. rope just ready.
1: Yeah, the only thing about this that I can find plausible is that they're lying to save themselves. That's it. But even that seems a little far-fetched at this point. But I could imagine if I, like, if I did that and I said, oh, I didn't, you know, I wasn't trying to hurt the guy. I was just, we just did it because he paid us to do it. Like, they could figure, they could get that away. But it seems so obvious. You can file a money trail. If they're this stupid, if he was stupid enough to buy the rope with a credit card, then I can't imagine that a money trail is not somewhere here. So.
3: Is it? Is
1: it sad that I don't really care? No, uh, I mean, I this... well, no. I, the reason why
0: I, I care is because of what this is ultimately going to do. The idea, this is this this story, sadly, is a Fox News wet dream come yeah, true.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's already been there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, him just... just handing them that on a silver platter disgusts me. And I, like Butachi said, I want to say this too. Uh, God, I hope I am wrong. If it turns out by some twist of fate that this is all true. I would be thrilled to not have this be something that they can basically throw in our face, and the next time somebody gets attacked or whatever, that uh, that uh, they can bring this up. Because this will be brought up forever.
3: Well, let me tell you why. And, and when I say don't care, I'm not saying that I don't care that he got attacked or allegedly attacked or whatever the case is. That's not what I mean. What I mean is— that how many problems are there in Chicago, on the streets of Chicago, that this now has taken so much shine for it? You know how many people get killed in Chicago all the time and nothing is done? So, mm, because this guy is on Empire, that and again, I understand what the implications are. So say this was a real thing. Obviously, that would be terrible to be added in with all the other terrible things that happen in Chicago. It should not be a huge thing because it's Jussie Smollett. Well, but
0: what made it a huge thing isn't just fa- isn't just the fact that it's Jesse Smollett. It was the trigger thing of saying that they were yelled as they were as he was being assaulted. they're like this is MAGA country. That right. is what put it over the top. That was what brought brought it brought it into the into the political sphere.
3: And I understand as opposed that. to just a straight hate sphere.
1: And that's also and what made people think that. it was fake from the beginning. Like in the beginning, I never want to be. I'm never going to be that guy where I hear somebody say something happened to him and I just immediately think it's fake because right. I think that's problematic. But to the people that were like that, that was that was it. It was like, this seems, because a lot of people are like, yeah, I can see some racist, homophobic Trump supporter, like, attacking someone. I mean, because we've seen hate crimes rise since Trump has been in office. But the way it was described in the initial reporting of this was, it was like every checkpoint mark on the racism attack it was like the noose the maga hat like white bleach the bleach like, the ble- the like it bleach. was it was like every checkpoint what so is people the bleach for
2: am i am i am i the only person that not know what the bleach is for what's the
0: bleach well for? the idea is that basically that the, to make him like like white the mm. the whole idea of bleaching you that that this is maga country. Another, another thing another uh, thing there's a lot of places that could be considered maga country Chicago is not, not one of Chicago, those places. So if he was attacked in Nebraska or something, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I believe that. But no, and Chica- it, Why? The, and the fact that he would even take the time to say this is MAGA country, all of it doesn't make sense. And again, if he, when him saying that he didn't know these guys that, uh, but these attackers, and then it being proven that he was following them on social media and actually worked with them, the there's you can make the argument. People are making the argument just because they were extras or whatever on the show doesn't mean he knew them. But the yeah, coincidence that. The coincidence but, yeah. that he just happened to be following one on social media and one apparently was training him for a music video. And the idea that they would be lying to by, by, by saving themselves by claiming that he asked us to attack him is still saying that you were involved in this situation. Yeah. So I don't believe that they are lying. And the fact that at least if you're going to pay people – that's another thing, Jesse. If you're going to pay people to stage a racist attack – Pay some white people. <laughs> yeah, Why would you pay it. two black men yeah. to it's attack you in your so-called racist attack? And an- another thing, and I'm almost done, is the idea that, coincidentally, you happen to be attacked. There are cameras everywhere when you walk on the streets. He happens to be attacked in the one place where there's no camera that can get a shot of the brutal attack. Then he said that the the attackers ran away after attacking him. We have no footage of people running in the night. The streets are empty. So we'd have footage of a couple of guys running. No, there's no footage of that. We had the two shadowiest figures. As I saw, they, when they released that footage and they showed these shadowy figures, that's all they had. You can't see anything. I'm like, is that me? Am I
3: one of those two guys? I mean, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Let me go back to what I was saying initially. I get all this. Fine. Okay. Chicago still has an issue with violence, and I don't think that, though you don't want this to be, and I understand the political uh, implications, I understand it's bigger than that, they're, they're, Jussie Smollett is not more important than the many Black people who are shot, etc. cetera, in Chicago all the time. That needs to be addressed too. So I understand, so I don't need it explained to me what the implication is, but what I'm saying is, how terrible is it that this happens, stuff like this happens in Chicago all the time, and now this is the one time that everybody is um, uh, focusing on it? That's all I'm saying.
0: Right. Oh well, I, was, I just want to make clear. I wasn't trying to mansplain to you. About, <laughs> no, I'm not
3: saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying I don't need it explained because I understand what the implication is. But I also have seen for donkey's years what happens in Chicago, and now somebody cares about the violence in Chicago? Okay.
0: Well, first of all, if nothing else, Jesse Smollett proved how incredibly safe Chicago is because what I go out at 3 o'clock in the morning and go get a Subway sandwich or are, are what I call Postmates? So he, <laughs> apparently he <laughs> thought it was perfectly safe to go stroll while there were death threats against him. That's With how this... safe Chicago is.
3: Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, this whole story is... I don't think it's ended. I don't think we've seen the end of this. So. Uh, oh
0: it, no! It can't end mm-hmm. until a there are charges pressed against him. Again, I, I need to preface it: if this is proven to be false, charges need to be uh, pressed against him for filing a false police report, which is a felony and should be. And he needs to be erased from uh, Empire. And out of the business, just uh, I can't even begin to say how shunned he needs to be. And I don't need any black people defending him or on his side. I don't need the gay community. I need if his family wants to try and rally around him, they better rally around him in the house.
1: Okay, okay. I think it's going to be interesting if even if it's proven to be a fake, a staged hoax attack. It's going to be interesting to see, like going forward. No, not even that. Like, what was the motive?
0: I don't, now, some, people are, some people are claiming that he was in danger, that his his character was in danger of being written off the show and this was designed to uh, get him in the news and get him sympathy and that's why I think that's, to me, the reason why I believe that is the MAGA thing especially is what's going to have like a, like a lot of people in Hollywood, not everybody, but a lot of people in Hollywood are you know, are Democrats uh, they're mm-hmm. liberal and the idea that they would all rally around him, so even if he got cut from that show, there'd be other people to re- embrace him and give him jobs and he he would basically become you know some kind of martyr for the cause yeah but I don't and, think he uh, was
1: going to have any problem getting a job and then on top of it Fox said that that wasn't true and then that yeah, re-
0: but what is what is fox going to
2: say
1: well the Are they first say the the also were
0: threatening to fire him yeah
1: but also the initial report was from like Fox News and I'm sorry I just don't trust Fox News no, like, no oh, I just yeah, don't no, trust kind of, Fox no. News no so, so you know,
0: one, one thing that was telling to me that nobody talks about is did anybody else notice after this initial happened a lot of people jump on the bandwagon saying justice for jesse but you know who so two many. people that took jesse, a while to jesse, say jesse. something jesse um what did I, who did i say
3: jesse like jesse owens or jesse okay whatever <laughs> whatever his
0: name is i'm trying to forget who he is but anyway but uh is taraji p henson and um oh god what is her what her husband's name on the show Oh, yeah, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. They did not jump in. A minute. It took them a minute to actually say something and release a statement saying that, like you know, we're saddened by this uh, uh, horrible attack, kind of thing. Well, Taraji
1: them, was so- just coming off her. <laughs> Her her whole thing with the R Kelly thing. So she was just trying, probably just trying to stay quiet. She's like, I don't want to no part any of just this. Be quiet. Uh, say
3: nothing.
1: Her she had a movie coming out. I already had Erica Badu in it who was just defending oh, R Kelly. Yeah. So like she, Erica.
3: They were probably no, just
1: like we on Erica. Yeah. They were probably just like you know we gonna we need to stay quiet right now. <laughs> um I don't want any controversy at all. Uh, what's the name of that movie that uh what men want what men what men want how, me start
0: on the, uh, even the, even the premise of that movie yeah. is like she gets magical powers and she can she can see what men are thinking as if you would need the powers of mind of mind reading to understand what men want
1: correct, <laughs> <laughs> correct. uh men can be men could be um they uh, men put on this facade like they're so straightforward but men men really do have doubts and stuff like that they do those things. I heard the movie was good. Actually, I heard it was surprisingly good. Because what women want was good.
3: Mel Gibson, <laughs> right, right, and that's a a reimagining of what yeah, it women was
1: want. yeah, it was a reimagining of it. I I saw some reviews of it, and people said it was their word was like surprisingly good. Because
3: great, and I can wait till it comes on Netflix. I
1: had no hopes for it. I'm not going to see it in the yeah, theater. Yeah, I was
3: going to ask uh, what the numbers, but
1: were. I just heard it was good. Uh okay, So that's Jesse Smollett, and then the last thing was in my nerd space. There's a bunch of white dudes who are really angry about Captain Marvel right now. Like, really angry. And it is funny. And Brie Larson is, like, trolling them on Twitter, which is hilarious. And so, (laughs) like, one of the things they're mad at is they're doing so. If you guys remember doing Black Panther, they did this thing. They had these GoFundMes. So, like, these different uh, organizations for, like, different inner-city organizations could, like, rent out theaters and take a bunch of kids to go see Black Panther. Well, essentially, something similar is happening like that for women. So, there's a bunch of, like, different organizations across the country that are, like, raising money to rent out theaters to take, like, little girls and elementary school girls and middle school girls to go see Captain Marvel. And Brie Larson is, like, participating in them, promoting like whenever she sees one, she'll promote it on her Twitter and stuff like that. And so she's getting attacked by by these white men. And they're like they're basically like this movie's trash and you're trying to artificially boost the sales and and I'm just like, why are y'all so mad about this movie? Uh another guy was like uh like they they had this big thing on social media um where these guys and this thing these things got thousands and thousands of retweets where these guys basically were like she's not smiling in any of the scenes in the trailer. <laughs> so they photoshopped smiles on all the Captain Marvel posters and the different scenes in the trailer to make it quote unquote better. And then recently there's this thing this guy named Ethan Van Striver who's this uh he was a artist for like Marvel in D C and he basically got blackballed out of the industry because he's like super right-wing trump guy and he calls everybody sjw's and he's mad that women don't have huge boobs and small waist anymore and comic books and they're and they're they're all covered up so now it's this whole thing that like her suit is covered up and she's not showing her boobs and stuff right now so uh have you guys seen any of that and like what do you think about what's going, what's going on with that
3: kevin
0: Oh, I was going to see I was going to let you speak first cuz I cuz I shockingly have a few things to say. <laughs> um, no, th- this is so shocking to me. I remember hearing a quote somebody saying how when you have always had everything, having just anything taken away from you feels like oppression. Cuz I couldn't understand what why the energy and the 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 rage that these guys have with anything, when you change anything, a character that was uh, all these characters that are white. So basically before, 99% of movies were about white people. Now, it's 98% of movies are about white men. And that is just like oppression to them. It is so. It is so disturbing to them. And the smile thing is particularly weird. It's just mm-hmm. again, uh, please show me on any of these guys' Twitter feed where they're basically going and and making of uh, Chris Evans' smile. They're not in in ads. They're they they're not. So it is it is beyond sexist and crazy. And one thing that always has been a pet peeve of mine. This I noticed this as a child. It's just like. I always was like with Wonder Woman, like, wait a minute, if you're going to go fight crime, do you think panties and a bustier is the (laughs) best possible outfit you could wear when you're going to be doing Battling the Forces of Evil? Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm.
2: That's the mascara, you know, uh, bustiers and uh, underwear, you know.
0: So, the, yeah, but that was that was on a tropical island, so that makes sense that you we were all just wearing panties, everybody. But not when you get not when she's in New York and stuff. But it never made any sense.
1: Yeah, you Tachi, what do you uh, what do you think about this? Have you heard of any of these things going on? Oh yeah, oh,
3: you yeah. can't see my face, but I I can I can imagine you can imagine what my you face. You can hear your you can hear my expression. We can hear it.
2: <laughs> Very expressive Absolutely. voice. Very expressive voice.
3: So the thing that I always like to like to say is uh, that my excellence brings out your mediocrity and calls calls out your mediocrity. So when you're part of a group of people like Kevin was saying that has always gotten everything but not always gotten everything because you deserved it. you got everything because of who you are. Now when you see other people starting to get things, it makes you question. Who you are and why you have what you have. So rather than to deal with your inadequacy, you lambast others. So mm-hmm. this is a perfect example of that too. When you, the, the whole smile thing, that's less threatening. Why? I mean, you could look at that in terms of uh, back in the day. When they, uh, why black people are always relegated to comedic roles, why um, we always had to be happy and smiling and you had this happy Negro thing because somebody who was smiling is less threatening and not coming after your lot in life. So that's where that whole uh, smile thing comes from. Uh, I think we have allowed for too long <laughs> for people to be comfortable with status quo. And so now that status quo is being questioned, these guys are mad and upset, and it's like, you already have the whole pizza. I just asked for one pepperoni, and you're mad over that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even ask for the whole pepperoni. I said, can I just have half? Because I'm a little bit hungry. No, you might st- You got to get your own. Bootstraps, bootstraps. Okay? <laughs> so they, I think people are tired of it because it's like... Again, you can you can look at the the parallels in the workplace. You can look at all these. See, I could just speak from my experience in the academy. And I mean, we've all worked at places where you're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you know, where, especially like where I am um, in the academy, Black faculty, especially Black women faculty, are working 50 million times harder because- you feel like you have something to prove, and mm-hmm. then you have a you have some white male faculty, even though the academy is supposed to be this bastion of 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 freedom and expression. No, it's worse than corporate America, and so you have some uh, status quo white male faculty that will make you feel like your research is less than et cetera. So mm-hmm. when you start to make some inroads, they're scared. Oh. I I can't just use the same slides I've been using since 1972. Now I actually have to do something for the students. You you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it this this is just a a metaphor for all of life, for a lot of life. So they're scared because they're starting to lose ground. That's all that is. But you know, too damn bad for
1: them. Yeah, too bad. And I can't wait for it. it comes out next month. It looks amazing. And they're gonna be so mad when it gets great reviews. You know, it's similar to what Black Move Black Panther. Like I remember Black Panther was going no, even more recent example in uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It was at nice. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a fantastic film. It was my favorite film of the year. Uh any film, not just animated. And everyone was giving it great scores. And then of course this this one dude who works for like the um who's he right for like the I think it's the National Review or the Weekly Standard, some Republican um paper. Of course, he gives all these films a bad rating, and he comes out and he doesn't. Get, he gives it a rotten score, and I'm like, no one would think this is a rotten score unless you just don't like that it's the black Spider-Man. Like that's the like that's literally the only reason. And so it's it's one of those things where these people are just angry, and I enjoy trolling them on Twitter. It was re- like, do you were you guys on Twitter? Do you remember that Gillette ad that came out a little while ago? Yes. God, yes, yes. and yes. so. I, when that came out, I was on there, and I uh, <laughs> I clicked on the ad, and then I clicked on the comments, and I just started, like, retweeting people and making snide comments towards them about their comments, and they're just like, I'm not getting my razors from here anymore. You lost a customer. Uh, you're demeaning all men, blah, 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 and I just watched this. I'm just like, how fragile is the male psyche that they can watch this and just be, <laughs> and they turn it into, like... People are against all men, and the, this I can't get this product anymore. And the, the whole they were basically proving the commercial correct. And you realize exactly. that there's so many people out here that think this way, and it's so so sad. But I in wait, order wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, I want wait, no. Can I say something real yeah, quick? Yeah, of course. The, the 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 Gillette ad was anti-bullying. And anti-misogyny. So if you are a bully, then you feel like you would feel attacked. Because, yes, you are being attacked. Your behavior is being attacked. So that's why they came out and they were so angry. And one other thing about the idea, they actually, I saw, saw like, some tweets where their guys were, like, flushing... The putting the uh, Gillette razor <laughs> yeah. in the toilet and was like, you know, you can't flush a razor, right? <laughs> I just just so stupid. It reminds me of the people that were like burning their Nike gear because they were mad about Colin Kaepernick's, uh Oh ass. yeah, like
1: yeah. homie in the in the store in Colorado in, in Colorado. Oh.
0: Nothing made me happier than the. Fa- oh, I'm so sorry for you. That's too bad. That's so sad. Too
3: bad. Really, don't get <laughs> Yeah,
0: of so sad. But,
3: but this and- shows you how irrational people that are misogynistic and bigoted are. Mm-hmm. The fact that you would waste your own money. Burn your own money. You might as well burn your own house down. They would burn their own house down because of that hatred. How stupid are you? And, yes, I'm saying it on live radio or whatever. You're stupid.
1: Yeah, You're damn
3: one. stupid. The fact that that shows how much your hatred has a hold on you that you can't control yourself.
1: Really? Yeah, Go sit down. Nothing made me happier than to see that. that Loved it. That, that made my day. That, uh, and also,
0: that ad was incredible, by the way.
1: Yeah, oh, it was, it was great.
3: Ad. It was a great ad. And you know, the, this is the other thing How, the, in terms of the money, you're flushing razors. So now you're messing up your plumbing, okay? <laughs> in your, your house, you have to pay to fix it because you don't want to use Gillette razors. Stupidly, because some for some reason you can't throw them away. And here's the thing you're not hurting Gillette. They're like, all oh, the hell well, witch. Yeah, okay. Other people are still going to buy from us.
0: Yeah, and also also their sales are going to go up. Just like what happened, people were predicting the end of Nike, and Nike sales went through the roof.
3: Okay, but you have to understand who buys Nikes. You have to understand who buys Nikes. People of color, particularly black people, are really the highest. If you look um, proportionately at their numbers, people of color buy Nikes a lot. So the fact that um, a, a couple of racists. were gonna stop buying Nikes. They were like, "Whatever, witch," because we still have this community who's going to buy. You don't make
1: us. Yeah, they, Nike, Nike,
0: Nike says the. Roof. No, no, no. Yeah, and I, I I shave electric, but I bought some Gillette razors just like being part of the resistance. I'm like, all right, yeah. And okay, they completely
1: put- erase women again because you know, one a lot of women do the shopping for the house and they pick up razors and they may see that commercial and be like oh yeah I'm going to get my husband Gillette and two women shave and so they may buy a Gillette razor and it's not the largest part of the population but if you can get an increase in that to counteract the the loss in the misogynist people then you're good to go so Gillette didn't care
0: and one of the stupid things that I will I want to tell, speaking of what Tachi was saying, calling people stupid, one of the things I'm going to let you people know that are probably dumb enough, I don't know why you're still listening to this podcast, but if you <laughs> happen to be somewhere where you can't turn it off and you're an idiot, um, when you go and buy those store brand and other off-brand uh, razors, those were also made by Gillette. Gillette. <laughs> yeah. They just don't have Gillette's name on them.
1: So they're, still gonna they get your money. they're still going to get I your money. I saw some online razor company, and they were like, Clearly Gillette doesn't like men. Come come buy our razor. We care about men. I'm like, this is the this is the marketing campaign you want to go on? This is not a I don't think this is a great idea, buddy. Uh but yeah, that was that was that was funny. All right, so before we get out of here, let's get into some of these news articles. Um Marvel and Hulu uh set for show animated slate. So a lot of people know that the Marvel shows that were on Netflix, Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage, they've all been canceled. Oh, uh, wait,
0: this just in, they also just ca- announced today that they've canceled Jessica Jones and The Punisher.
1: Yeah, they're all getting canceled. And we I knew yeah, this for a while. Gone. Because, uh, one, Disney Play is coming out. So they're going to mm-hmm. move it to their own streaming service. And two, they wanted to tell some different stories. And so one of the stories that they're going to do is um, they're going to go on uh, Hulu and they're going to have a Modoc series, which is going to be hilarious. Uh, Tiger and Dazzler, which are mutants, and X Men and Howard the Duck, which is ridiculous. If anybody's seen that movie Howard from Duck the eighties, yeah. um, and they're going to be uh, they're going to be similar to like Adult Swim style animation, so it's going to be more adult oriented. And not to mention with the Disney Plus, they got um, Loki and Winter Soldier and Vision uh, TV shows with the actors from the movies. So a lot of people are worried. They think this is a bad sign for Marvel. But it's it's not actually a bad sign. It's just that Disney's decided they want to. They also own 50% of Hulu. So, you know, it makes sense that they would move their stuff to Hulu and their own streaming service as opposed to Netflix. And Netflix doesn't need it because they have plenty of original content. So they don't need to pay for the licenses to do these other shows.
2: The Runaways on, on Hulu was really great. So they're doing really good. Uh, Cloak & Dagger. Mm-hmm. Was on uh, Freeform and uh, it was okay, but there wasn't anything to talk about. But uh, Runaways is definitely a hit on Hulu, so uh, I definitely think that uh, the future is bright over there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. is there any is there any hope of getting some of the shows like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones back with the original cast, the the members that were on the Netflix version? Yeah, it's a possibility. Making a way to uh to Disney Play or to Hulu.
1: Yeah, it's there. There there are some rumors that there may go on Disney Play, but I think. I think what they are thinking about doing is doing something a little bit different. Um, I think they might have thought they've went as far as they want to go with those. But the actors have said that they are still in talks with Disney and Marvel. So I would imagine either you're gonna see their shows come back or you're gonna see them in other forms of other shows. But I don't think all of them are gonna be gone. Especially like uh John Bernthal as Punisher, uh Christian Ritter as Jessica Jones, like they are They are really, really good there, and I I don't expect them to be gone forever. So, um, we'll see. I don't expect anything in the next uh, six months to eight months, but there's still another Jessica Jones series that's coming out, Um, and that's the last. It's already been in production, so that's the last one. Uh, That's the last uh, Marvel Netflix show, whenever that comes out. I think sometime at the end of this year is when it's supposed to come out. Um, Have either of you watched The Marvelous Miss Maisel? Oh, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I heard that show is really good. My wife watched it. I, sh- I want to watch it. Um, but apparently uh, Rachel and Tony are getting big, big pay raises um, for the next season, uh, which is really good to see. Uh, says uh, Brosnan stands to reportedly make as much as triple her previous salary, potentially earning up to $300,000 per episode and may also get a piece of the show's back end with her new agreement. Though she's number one on the call sheet, Brosnan's starting the salary was said to be lower than that for some of her more established co-stars that have likely been rectified. Uh, Shaloub's pay will also rise substantially to a reported $250,000 per episode. Look at that! Look at the woman making more than the man! Uh, and Bordenstein is expected to, uh, to as well. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's really good news. Uh, how do, how do you, uh, how do y'all like the show?
3: Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. It's really, really well done. Well written. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's good. Kevin and I were talking about, um, comedy and, you know, clearly this is, you know, comedy, mm-hmm. dramedy, what a, uh, comedy. So, um, we were talking about the sad state of network comedies and how terrible, most of them are, but how they've really done well with drama. However, you know, comedy has been consistently funny and good on over the top and on cable. So The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is, is a great example of the wins that streaming has had with comedy.
0: Yeah, this this show is just it is gorgeous to look at. They spend yes. money. It is a movie caliber production. There, there's a part uh, of the second season when they go on vacation to like the Catskills. and it was like, this is a big budget film. The amount of extras. and you every time you watch that ep- uh, an episode of that show, you feel absolutely transported, absolutely transported. And it is really a slap in the face to learn that the title character of the show, was making less money than people that were on the show, not that did have anywhere near as much screen time as she did. So I'm glad that that is finally being rectified. Which she's been so recognized with getting Golden Globes and Emmys uh, on repeat. Um, so hopefully uh, she's getting paid something close to what she deserves because this this was one of the reasons why people are keeping Amazon Prime Video.
1: Yes, and uh, so I'm gonna catch. I'm gonna check that out. My. Uh, on a side note, I am waiting for The Expanse, which Amazon picked up, which mm. is one of my favorite shows on television, and uh, Amazon picked it up, and I cannot wait for that to come back later this season. Very good show. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't watched The Expanse, um, you should. It's 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 really, really well. It's a sci-fi show, but it's like mm-hmm. one of the best stories I've ever seen, a sci-fi show, and it's just incredibly acted. Very interesting concept, and it's one of the most real sci fi shows. Like, so essentially, it takes place 150 years from now, and we have like colonized Mars, but like not fully. Like, they still have like some dome cities, but the Mars and Earth basically, the people of Mars were tired of being ruled by the people on Earth, so they basically formed their own like nation, and so they're like a part of the UN. So, like, the UN includes countries and like Mars. And then there's, like, these people that live in the asteroid belt that, like, mine stuff. Like, to get ice and water and bring it back to Mars because they don't have resources there. belters, right? And, yeah, they're called belters. And so they all have, like, their own. It's, like, this big political drama in space. It, but they still haven't found intelligent alien life. So it's not like it's a bunch of aliens running around. But they think they might have found something. And it's, like, this whole thing of, like, politics plus this other threat coming. This mystery. Similar to, like, Game World. of Thrones. And how Game of Thrones has um, the
2: White Walkers, the
1: fight for the the throne, but then you have this White Walker threat coming, and people need to figure it out. It's similar to that style, so it's really, really well done. Uh, oh, I'm
3: gonna have to check that out.
1: Yeah, the Expanse is good. The first the first three seasons are on Amazon Prime. You can for watch free. them for free. And then the fourth season, it was on Sci Fi, and then they just Sci Fi canceled it, and then Amazon picked it up. Uh, Jeff, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos actually said it was funny. He came out. I want At the show. time, and he was like, this was literally my favorite show on television, so I want Amazon to to, to produce it. So he bought the show basically because he liked it himself, which is actually funny. Um, wow. Do you all remember uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark and all that on Nickelodeon? Of uh, course. Yes, yes. Of absolutely. Course. Okay, so both of those shows are actually getting rebooted. No. So, no. <laughs> all that is being rebooted, and Keenan Thompson is going to be the executive producer for the show. Um, according to release, a new weekly series will showcase a fresh cast of kids with original cast members making special appearances. Uh, TV executive Kevin K from All That, SpongeBob, SquarePants, Lip Sync Battle, will executive produce alongside Keenan Thompson and comedian Jermaine Fowler. Serving as consulting producer on the series slated to premiere this summer. Uh, so, yeah, all that's coming back. Um, and then, Are You Afraid of the Dark is getting a TV miniseries revival. The successful 90s era horror themed anthology series was one of Nickelodeon's most popular titles during both its initial run 1990 through 1996, and its much shorter secondary run from 1999 to 2000. Having gained a share of praise over those years, many fans have been patiently waiting and hoping for the day it returns. Uh, these
2: so, fans are in their 30s, yo. These fans are in their 30s, maybe 40s. This is terrible.
1: It's a terrible idea. How is this a
2: terrible idea? It's fucking terrible. Where are they going to put this stuff at? Well, uh, my guess it's going to be
0: on... It wanna, looks like they want to be able to introduce this to their kids. That's yeah, it's gonna I think be a
1: lot on, of. it's going to be on Paramount, it looks like. The Paramount channel. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Kids don't watch that channel. Uh, so? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the Twilight Zone reboot with... Um, with um, my man from Get Out, yeah, it's actually really um, good. Jordan Peele, it's coming. It's going to be coming on CBS All Access. People are right. going to watch that. I know I'm going to watch it.
0: Do you have so you have CBS All Access.
1: I just got CBS All Access because one because of that. Two Discovery. because they're doing uh, Captain Picard from Star Trek: The Next Generation. They're doing a series that just follows him. Right, and Patrick Stewart which I'm like yes please and everyone tells me how great Star Trek Discovery is so I had to start watching it.
0: No, it absolutely is, but one of the things that they do that really bothers me is how they release their shows. So how do they do it? They don't do they don't do it Netflix style. They release one episode of Star Trek Discovery as a precious gem
1: each and every Sunday night. <laughs> so you get one
0: episode a week, and, and I mean,
1: oh, I see why it, they do it, but yeah, oh
0: wait, wait it it gets worse, you oh, think no. it not that it gets worse, no, no, they don't even give you the full season, they give you half the season, one episode at a time, <laughs> and they take a nice little break. You know, because you can't handle more than, like, eight episodes in a row, can you? No, it's too tense. So you have to take a little breather. We all relax for a few months. And then we give you the second half, one episode at a time. That's true. So this is my my survival guide for uh, CBS All Access, people. Because there's not that much content there. The content that they do have that you'd be interested in is great, but it's not a lot. Wait for all of season two of Star Trek Discovery to have aired once it has you join for one glorious month watch all, of, watch all of season 1 watch all of season 2 and watch their uh, their after trek they have like a, a talk show like a walking a talking Dead kind of thing that is brilliant they have tons of people that are involved they have writers they really respect writers on that show they respect the actors it's a great show but is it worth paying every month for when you no no Get it for one glorious month. Watch all of Captain Picard. Wait for that, too. Wait for the whole season to be uh, dealt out. Then have it for a glorious month. And then join a a, a year later. Join for another glorious month. Do not, I feel like, do not support them. (laughs) Because these shows, all the trash that is on regular CBS... And they want to like, oh, you nerds, we're gonna get some extra money out of you. Don't turn me upside down and shake my pockets loose when you can put on some stupid MacGyver reboot can be on regular CBS. <laughs> <laughs> my parents see, love
3: that. Show. See, here's here's the thing. If you're doing if you have good content And you're doing things right. You don't have to do a shakedown and you don't have to trick people into, you know, staying with you that all of that is a trick because they know you'll continue to pay because you want to see the rest of X, Y, Z. So even if you take a month off, you'll come back. You don't have you'll get continuous support from people that will be loyal if you do things right. There is nothing the hell else I want to see on CBS except these new things, which they put on CBS All Access. Guess what? If you have better programming and you consistently have better programming, people will pay for it. But you have like two or three little things, and then you dole out things like Kevin said once every five years. Stop playing those tricks. If you do things right, people will follow you. I mean, look at – okay, look at Netflix – Granted, they have built up uh, donkey's years of, of content and they're putting 13 billion in original content. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of a different case, but they have loyalty because they do things right. They provide content that people want.
0: But- oh, 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 oh. And if you want to feel more rage and not want to give CBS All Access more money, let me tell you one last thing <laughs> people that are outside of the United States can watch Star Trek. Oh, yes, yeah, on Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah, I knew that. Yep. Yet we
1: can't. We need to pay for a separate service. No.
2: Mm-mm. This oh, is nice. hacking. CBS See,
1: that's by Kevin. I, yeah. So you just yeah. learn the game or how to get through it. But here's the problem with all, these are this is a common problem with all these streamer services. They they get the streamer services before they have the content. That's why I like what Disney's doing. Disney has announced like a ton of stuff for Disney Play. And Disney Play's not out yet, because it looks like they're trying to shoot some of these things trying to get some of these things ready so when the disney play comes out there's plenty of content for people and then they plan on continuing to add new content and if you think about all the stuff that disney owns they they have unlimited content like if you think about like star wars just a nerd if you look at the nerd culture if you think about between star wars between the star wars universe and the marvel universe you could write shows for years 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 and years And then you have all the old Disney content so you can bring kids in because that's another thing to get. Another thing that Netflix does well is they have a huge kid selection. And so if you have kids, you can make your kid a Netflix kid account and they can get on there. You can keep your kid busy when you got to go do something.
0: Oh, but there's even more when it comes to Disney Play cuz remember Disney is ABC, ABC. That yeah, ABC. So they have all ABC's con- content as well to it's, its way on, there, I'm sure. Yep, in mm-hmm. ESPN.
1: So yeah. So Disney Play I think is going to be well and they, I heard that the the price that they think they're floating out there is 4.99. Get the fuck out of here. You got to
0: do that.
1: That's what they're that's what they're floating out there. That's going to be 4.99. So I don't, so I don't that's, know.
0: Actually, now that, that's the right price price point because one of the things that's really weird now there's just too many. NBC has announced that they're launching a new streaming service. Warner has announced it's too many. I need that's another thing. I'm gonna I've done this call on our show. I'm gonna do it on yours. People do not. Subscribe to all these other weird streaming services. You're only making your Netflix streaming service less relevant. What these all these companies are doing is pulling their content from Netflix and thinking we can just basically create our own service and get out get more of that money. And then we're all paying for like five, six, seven, eight, ten different. Streaming services, no, let those flop, and then they will come crawling back to Netflix, and you can still keep paying your same thirteen dollars and watching all the same content. Well, Do the not only get problem with these companies,
1: the only problem with that is part of them is part of it is them people pulling their stuff from Netflix, but part of it is Netflix doesn't want it because Netflix doesn't need it, and so and there was a time when Netflix was all licensed um, content. But now, like Tachi was saying, they've invested so much money in original content that they don't need any of this stuff. Like, they really don't need any of it. Like, you can just stay on Netflix all day and watch the original content and never get through anything, much less the movies and the other TV shows and any of those types of things. Uh, I,
0: I I find it hard to believe that Netflix is not as happy about not having any more Marvel or Disney original films or Star Wars stuff. I I, I can't believe. Okay, well
1: cool hold on. Netflix didn't want think... it anymore. Okay,
0: you're, you're, well, you're saying they, so they don't want. Literally, whenever I turn on Netflix, so the biggest flash about... screen is lots of the, you're the, Black the Black Marvel talking. and Star Wars yeah. things.
1: Go ahead, Tachi. Talk over
3: me, Kevin. So and, I did and, not and, hear you, sorry. Here we go, man. Hello. <laughs> okay to I support black Look, women. I, 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 I'm talking now. <laughs> See? Damn it. Now I forgot my point, but you're not going to say a damn thing to <laughs> you. None, of you. None of you. So, A, we need to learn how to take turns so that everybody gets heard. B, I don't think that this is a major thing as um, in, in terms of that. No, they're not happy that these I'm not saying they're 100 percent happy that these properties have left, but they under they knew the game from early. What you all need to realize is they realized that if you cannot license things, license things forever um, without the fear of it going away, they knew that they had gold. They knew that after they kept winning and kept winning and kept winning, all these networks, all these other uh, entities were going to come up with their own over-the-top and streaming. Cord cutting is a big part of that as well. Since they're cutting the cord, okay, let's go to the cord cutter. So there are all these different things that we have to look at. Netflix was well aware and has been for a long time that Their licensing agreements are very short for some, for a lot of them, they're going to end this year and that they better be ready. So, again, which is why last year they said, okay, they initially they said we're putting eight billion. Then they came back and said we're putting 13 billion. That's because they're saying, you know what, we know you witches are going to pull your stuff from our from uh, Netflix anyway. So we are prepared with our own arsenal of stellar uh, show programming. So they you know, I'm not worried for them necessarily. Now they can't rest on their laurels because this is quickly how Netflix overtook Blockbuster because Blockbuster sat on their laurels. So you can't sit on your laurels in this game. But I'm not worried for them because they are they, they've got Ryan Murphy and Shonda Rhimes and they've pulled a whole bunch mm-hmm, of other people. Yeah. So don't cry for them Argentina.
1: They're going to be all right. Now Netflix Netflix is perfectly fine. Um, and uh, from the articles that I've read, I've read a few articles in the Hollywood Reporter about this. Um, and from everything that I've read, is that like they knew this was kind of a mutual thing more than just a Disney thing. It was kind of just a mutual thing between Netflix and Disney with the Marvel shows leaving uh, the network. And uh, yeah, they're not, they're not. I don't think they're worried about it uh, in the least. Uh, in that case. Uh, Let's just let's uh, speed through some of these other ones uh, because we I've kept you guys here a long time.
3: Oh, we're enjoying
1: it. That's cool. Cool. Um, Frozen 2 trailer sets all time views record for animated movie. So, uh, yeah, I I saw Frozen. It was great. I liked Frozen. I never got why it was such a big thing.
2: I, I don't get that either, but
1: but. I mean, Frozen Strong made one... roles, I don't like, Frozen you know... made one point two billion dollars. Like that's an absurd amount of money. So yeah, Frozen Two is coming out. Uh, are you guys into animated films? You gonna go see Frozen Two?
3: No. <laughs> 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 I like animated films. I saw Frozen. It was delightful, but um, the the. the the reality remains that anything that is animated, for the most part, is going to be a hit with kids. And so it's going to do well, unless it's just that terrible of a film. But for the most part, it's it's going to do well. And I'm sure Fro- Frozen 2, and I don't even get why the song Let It Go was such a no disrespect to the... <laughs> don't, I don't understand. No I idea. don't understand. I I don't get it. I don't get it. But there's no rhyme or reason as to what children like. And if kids like it, the parents like it too. So, yeah, yeah, the original answer, no, I'm probably not going to see it. But I will see (laughs) it when it comes on TV. Shout out to that baby show. Okay, okay, I was one one of the last
0: people on the planet Earth to see Frozen. And I was resisting it for the longest time, but I find when I saw it, I can't deny it, I was delighted. <laughs> at that the, the, the song to me from that movie is not "Let It Go." It's uh, it's it's the song where Olaf is dreaming about what it's gonna be like for summer. How he's looking, oh, snowman is looking forward to summer. That just my heart was like warmed. I'm like, oh damn you, Disney damn you. So I actually watched the little, uh, it's not even really a trailer honestly, it's like a sneak peek of Frozen 2 and the the emotion they're able to well up because there's really almost no dialogue in the trailer and I'm like damn it, I actually am excited and looking forward to Frozen 2. Okay. To y- y- y'all gotta do it together when yeah. Anna pulls out that knife I'm like damn it what what is going <laughs> on what is
1: happening okay 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 I have not seen so we got a frozen fan here we got two of them yes. with Devin so okay. here, clearly um ah, so James Cameron's got me uh defending Aquaman somehow Titanic director James Cameron criticizes Aquaman for quote a lack of realism <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I mean. He made blue people y'all. He made blue people. <laughs> That's so oh, absurd. Lord. By the way, I saw a of Battle Angel this weekend and yeah, um mm. that movie one is unbelievably beautiful. Like the technology in this film is incredible. Like it's absurd how beautiful that film is. However, the film has no story. It's a pr- it's like <laughs> You're basically if you if you had to pay for movies, you're paying sixteen dollars or twelve dollars or whatever to go watch a prologue for a movie, not like the first chapter of a movie, but like a prologue, like literally a prologue uh, of a film. And how long is it? It's like it's two. It's actually ridiculously long. I don't know how long it is, but it felt the last half an hour. I'm just like, is this going to be over with in my head? It's like this got to be over with. And the action scenes are great. I enjoyed that, but um, yeah, the film was a little bit too long for me. Um, but that was a James Cameron thing, and people are saying that it was like basically a test run for his new Avatar film, like with technology. Oh, absolutely.
0: He's this is why he's upset. He's upset because the, the whole thing about the next Avatar is supposed to be uh, it's supposed to be Pandora underwater, mm-hmm. and so he's pissed that the, that I feel like the, the Aquaman's underwater world is you know kind of people are going to be saturated. There's going to be an uh, Aquaman too, so I think he's thinking it's going to take away from how much money the, the Avatar sequels are going to eventually make.
1: Yeah, and Alita cost $220 million, and it only made $43 million uh, debut. Yikes. So, like, this is going to be a flop. Um, now, did
0: you did you find her eyes to be disturbing? Because just in the ads, day. her <laughs> eyes freak <laughs> me out. They are, it, They, they played it up,
1: though. So, it's not like an accident. They play up her eyes. And I think it has okay. something to do with her character. But the story, the, the film was very, like, um, very thinly sourced about the character so I was listening to a podcast review and one of the women on there is like a big book person so she read the manga of Alita Battle Angel so she knew about the book and she's basically like (laughs) the none of this is in the book and not none of this not none of this is in the book like an adaptation from the film not like that meaning like the book just picks up with Alita like being the battle angel and in her world and the movie tries to give her a backstory that was never there. And so mm. James Cameron is basically like creating his own backstory cuz he thinks he needs to create it for you to care about the leader character before you just get into the story. Uh so it's it's very interesting but yeah, the audacity of James Cameron. It's just the just the audacity. By the way, I saw Happy Death Day 2 and yeah, that's just it's very fun. That's a fun film. You should go see it. Everyone it, should
3: go see it. Fun how? Oh, Happy <laughs> Death
1: Day. Too. Did you see Happy <laughs> Death Day?
3: I did not because it just did not appeal to me it's horror
1: right no 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 surprisingly i mean like comedy it's like comedy horror like it's you you would think it's like this teen horror joke film it's it's not it's i mean it is in a way but it's it's not it's a film that like knows what it is like the film knows that what genre is trying to do and it it doesn't take itself too seriously so it's speaking
0: of the well, yeah, well, what I'm going to ask about the ending of part one, since there was a sequel, I mean, the question is, in the first movie, she keeps getting murdered by this baby-faced, uh, baby-faced mask killer. Uh-huh. So does in, in the first movie, it isn't answered why this is happening?
1: It does, answer, sort of, but then the second movie goes into more detail on what caused the first movie to happen, and then they accidentally make it happen again. But it's done in a different way where it's it's done really, really smartly. Like, if you look at the reviews on it, they're all almost really positive. And this one goes well into sci-fi. It's basically like Groundhog Day mixed with slasher film, but not blood. Like, see? there's no blood. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. There's, there's no blood, and you don't see any of it. But the kills are, like, hilarious. Mm-mm. Like, there's one part in this second one where she's, like, dying on purpose because she's trying to figure out, like, she has to, like, It's like this science project, and they have to figure out the science project to fix what's causing the repeating days. And so, but every at the end of the day, all the people that are helping her with it don't remember anything. So she's the only one who has to remember everything. So she's they're they're doing all these tests during the day, and then at the and then at nighttime she kills herself. So she's doing all these ridiculous things to kill herself, and it's like this one person who she doesn't like on college campus. So she like jumps out of a plane. And like crashes right in front of them when they're like kissing their boyfriend, and it's just it's like really really fun. So it's it's not like what you think. It's not like Saw or Scream or anything like that. It's basically like Groundhog Day with a really good actress. Like the the girl who played the girl in the movie. She's really good. Like she's like doesn't need to be in this movie. Good <laughs> type. <actress>. Wow. <laughs> like wow. So, she's really good. She's really the whole cast is actually really good, but she's really good. Um, I got on from the sidetrack.
3: No, that's okay. Glad uh, you enjoyed it.
1: Chris Pratt is messing up again. So uh, he He defended his anti-LGBT church after he got called out by Ellen Page. Uh, actor Chris Pratt appeared to defend his church, Hillsong, following criticism for it being anti-LGBT. There have been rumors and criticism of the church for some time. These sentiments gained steam last week. However, when Ellen Page publicly called out Pratt for not addressing the church's uh, LGBTI stances while discussing it with Stephen Colbert, Pratt posted a lengthy statement on his Instagram story addressing the church's controversy regarding the claims of him belonging to the church that is infamously anti-LGBTQ. He wrote, Nothing could be further from the truth. So... There it is, and he does this thing where it's like it's a picture of this goat, and it's like Jesus said, "I give you a new command: love one another." And he, he basically just disregards it. So he's been kind of messing up for a while now with different things. Uh, so he's got a. This is just another time. I saw somebody was like, "Uh, when Avengers Endgame comes out, can he not come back?" <laughs> <laughs> well, so, one, of the, one of the
0: things he did say in the statement uh, was uh, that he released. He said that you know his church isn't cool with uh, with divorce, but they supported him through his divorce. And basically, whatever the church believes doesn't mean that it reflects on what he believes. Which is like, well, if well, if you diverge from what the church believes, why are you
1: why do you continue to go right, there? Right. That's that. That's that whole thing.
3: Well, okay, no, that is that whole thing. And uh let me just play the other side for a minute. There are certain things in a lot of people's different faiths that faiths that they don't subscribe to, but they still go. Why are people holding Chris Pratt to the fire for that? Well it's oh, mostly because
1: Chris Pratt has done other stuff in the past.
3: Uh, no, and, and, and rightfully so, yes. He's been stupid in the past. But for this particular thing, is, is that any different just just look at the other side of it. Is that any different than um many other people? that are with many other faiths for you know, okay, let's take Scientology and some of the cockamamie things yeah. that, that go on there, and how many people in Hollywood are part of Scientology. Yeah, well,
0: I'm not cool with Scientologists either, but the Chris Pratt thing uh, Oh, but don't sue, don't sue. Wait, 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 you guys are great. But when it comes to the Chris oh, Pratt thing, the idea that they basically use him as a, as the face of that church and so that's what it is. So if, if you're going to basically represent and kind of be the face of a homophobic church don't be surprised if people are like well what's up with you and be like oh well don't look just because whatever they believe doesn't mean that i believe that but then also be the face of it
1: so this is what the church said the church the pastor said uh, he holds traditional christian thought on gay lifestyles and gay marriage and that god's word is clear that marriage is between a man and a woman and it continued he says all people but do not affirm all lifestyles. We do not affirm all lifestyles. Put clearly, we do not affirm a gay lifestyle, and because of this, we do not knowingly have actively gay people in positions of leadership, either paid or unpaid. So they're basically just like, uh, so that's why people are coming after him, because if he, at one hand, he's saying the church, he used the example, I got, the church doesn't divide, the church doesn't support divorce, but they supported me with divorce, but at the same time, he said the church said they don't support gay people. But they also like don't have any gay people in anywhere. So people are looking at it as like this stark hypocrisy, where you're like you say you don't support divorce, but you're willing to work with divorce. Oh, absolutely! But you, draw line, the, you draw the line. You draw the line at gay people when you you like you 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 don't even do the thing where you go I don't agree with it, but you're welcome here. It's basically like I don't agree with it, and you're not welcome here type thing and so people looked at him like how can you know how can you know that and still come out and say that type thing
3: oh yeah no absolutely I agree I just was looking at the, the other the other end of it
0: yeah I'm on team Anna Ferris all day every day you got <laughs> out just in time homegirl
3: I, I have a problem with these types of, of churches too because my thing is like I'm like you think if they're not anti one they're not anti others oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. usually mm-hmm. These are the same churches mm-hmm. that have other distasteful yes. views like racism, misogyny, etc. Exactly. So that's my problem. You it's, know, never it's never just one. It's never just one. It's never just one, except what the acceptable stat, uh, status quo is.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, all right, quickly, uh, proof that nobody gets canceled, Woody, Woody Allen sues Amazon. Oh, well, sort of. Woody Allen sues Amazon for backing out of film deals. He's seeking $68 million dollars. After Amazon shelved one of his movies, one, at this point, why are you still making movies with Woody Allen? Like we know, it's way too much. We wait, you know, way too much about Woody Allen. For you to be making movies with Woody Allen, two, I hope he don't get his money. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't get any of his money. Um, you guys got anything to say about that? Oh, okay, yeah, I want to chime in. Yeah, yeah sure. I
0: absolutely agree with you. I, I I don't feel bad for Amazon if, uh, A, I do think he has a case, because normally in these kinds of things, when there's some kind of, when something comes out about your background, you can have like a morals clause that says like, well, we didn't know you were a pedophile when we said we were going to work with you. Right. But everybody knew what the score was with Woody Allen. It only reared its head again when um, uh, uh, Ronan Farrow wrote an article about the fact that, oh, do you guys remember that this guy, molested my sister remember that remember that and everyone's like oh yeah and so we don't want to do movies with him so he he has absolutely a right to sue i don't want him to win but i wouldn't i won't be surprised when he does win and the idea that a penny of my amazon prime subscription money will go into his pocket bothers
3: me bothers me Mm -hmm. too yeah Absolutely, absolutely. First of all, I'm like really the thing well, this is what emboldens people like him because there's constantly just a oh you know, let's just let's just look away from it. So you knew about his daughter wife from jump. Yet you <laughs> yet you cho- chose to ignore it so really now like kevin said he's well within his rights to sue you over this because there was something contractually and you knew this years and years and years after this for these allegations first came and not even allegations this proof first came out so you can't now try and retract and redact things because it is not so societally acceptable you, um, Amazon has to has to go with it, and I can see him winning. Although my thing is, like they say in the South, Woody Allen needs to sat down somewhere because, as you said, why is he still making movies, and why are you still making movies, knowing good and full well you have a daughter wife? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, hashtag, let hashtag daughter out.
1: wife, hashtag daughter wife, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, hashtag, <laughs> oh, oh, nobody bad. gets canceled. That's why. Woody's a genius, y'all. He's a genius. <laughs>
3: And see, that's why he continues to be genius, because people, all of this, people just turn the other way when it comes to these things. This is why this is what emboldens them. So he probably will win. And we'll go oh, well, on to make many more movies.
0: And also, all the actors that are in his movies, the ones that have now ded- uh, donated the money that they made off of the movie that uh, he made with Amazon, yeah, you knew what he was, too. I'm not cool mm-hmm. with you, either. All these people that keep working with these directors, the Brian Singers and stuff like that, where we know, yeah, you need to be erased as well. Why,
2: man, people trying to you know, make rent, bro. Like, that's kind of real. Like, <laughs> I don't know no, that you I'm going to no, cancel somebody for this trying to get away You know gig. what?
0: You're, you're, you're right to a point. Tonight, when you're talk- when we're talking about people who are like extras or getting their first break and they're in the Woody Allen thing, all's forgiven. Yeah. If you're a name that already has an D- IMDB page that I have to scroll to go through, okay. you are over.
1: Yeah, you over. don't need to do that. You no don't now.
0: have to work with Woody Allen. You when
3: you have choices. When you have choices... choices you shouldn't be making that choice.
0: Now, when Woody Allen asked me to star in his next picture, you guys will, can forgive me, because that will be my
3: first move.
1: <laughs> I will not. I not will not I will say
3: hashtag daughter wife. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And lastly, Elon Musk-backed AI company claims it made a text generator that is too dangerous to release. So, um, what are people going to learn about this stuff? Like, Hold on. Why is it too dangerous to release? Researchers at the nonprofit AI research group OpenAI just wanted to train their new text generation software to predict the next word in a sentence. It blew away all the expectations. It was so good at mimicking writing by humans, they decided to pump the brakes on the research while they explore the damage it could do. Yes.
0: They just keep trying to make Westworld a reality. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We are (laughs) all going to be killed, people.
3: (laughs) The robot apocalypse is coming, in case you didn't know. It's already... I'm with them. Everything that is dreamt up in quote-unquote sci-fi is actually... There are actually things that can happen. Mm -hmm. Time travel is possible. All of this is really possible. It's just uh, us having the resources to push it on a larger scale. So you did, They didn't know this kind of stuff was dangerous before they started messaging. So here's what it, it that says. It.
1: In a shocking finding, scientists discovered... Okay, it says, in one example... Okay, hold on, I went up too far. It says, uh, it has trouble with highly technical or uh, esoteric types of content, but when it comes to more conversational writing, it generated a reasonable samples 50% of the time. In one example, the software was fed this paragraph. In a shocking finding, scientists discovered a herd of unicorns living in a remote previously unexplored valley in the Andes Mountains. Uh, even more surprisingly, even more surprising to the researchers was the fact that the unicorn spoke perfect English. Based on those two sentences, it was able to continue writing this whimsical news story for another nine paragraphs in a fashion that could have believably been written by a human being. Here are the next few machine paragraphs that were produced by the machine. The scientists named the population after the distinctive horn over its unicorn. These four-horned silver-white unicorns were previously unknown to science. Now, after almost two centuries, the mystery of what sparked this odd phenomenon is finally solved. Dr. Jorge Perez, an evolutionary biologist from the University of La Paz, and several companions were exploring the Andes Mountains when they found a small valley with no other animal, animals or humans. Perez knows that the valley had what appeared to be a natural fountain surrounded by two peaks of rock in the silver snow. So everything I just read was what the machine made up. And I wa- I After that it. first paragraph that I read. To
3: so AM. what are they surprised for? AI means artificial intelligence or machine learning, meaning that it gets smarter as time goes on. So what's the surprise?
1: That's scary. That's oh, absolutely. So it's scary that it's a reality. So it's a reality show now. You're basically
3: creating something that's going to make you obsolete. So it's going to learn everything but they that knew you... that that is the point of artificial intelligence. The point is for it to learn and to become smarter as it does these different tasks so that it can do these things on its own. But that is the paradox with artificial intelligence that it can artificially intelligence you out of the picture. Mm-hmm. They know this. That's so scary. I, I don't understand what the surprise is.
1: That's so scary.
2: That's why I don't fuck with Alexa or Siri. I don't fuck with none
1: of them. Oh, that's so scary. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Uh, before we get out of here. Uh... Kevin and Tati, can you tell everybody what you have coming up on the TV Channeling podcast? Where you can find the show, and also Kevin, talk about your new show that you're doing.
0: Okay, okay. Tati, why don't you tell us about tell them about our our show first?
3: Okay, fantastic. So TV Channeling, we are everywhere. Uh, we're on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, slash Apple Music, SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. It's on Spotify, yes, we're also on TuneIn Radio, basically any uh, podcasting platform we are on. We're also, every Tuesday at 5 p.m., we are on wjmsradio.com. So 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on wjmsradio.com. And as I mentioned at the beginning, we're going to be, um, we have a news show that's coming on tomorrow and the new episode is actually up now. So you can listen to that now. Some of the same stories that we talked about today, we go through and peruse. And then uh, again, we have a, a really great show coming up with a reality TV show producer that has worked on Almost every single reality television show that you know and are aware of. And I'm going to put in a plug for Mediascope because my other show is Mediascope. I talk all about media tech and pop culture every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Periscope and Facebook Live and on WJMSradio.com.
0: Oh, Also, one thing that Tachi didn't mention is that not only were we interviewing that uh, reality show producer, we go over our top five reality shows. We all have come up with our own list. There's crossover. It is crazy. I, it really is a fun episode. So please check it out. It's going to be dropping next Tuesday. And also, I have another uh, podcast called Last Weekly. Um, you can follow us on Twitter under Last Weekly. You can email us at lastweeklypodcast at gmail.com and um, I have two great co-hosts on that uh, on that show as well and what we do is we re- recap the week. We go through each day of the week and we talk about the top stories of those particular uh, days and it gets crazy, it gets funny. We do serious stories. We do, we talked about like Pizzagate and uh, at uh, Chuck E. Cheese this week, we talk about crazy stories, fun stories, big stories. It is a really fun show. And we do trailer talk where we talk about movie trailers. So it is nerd paradise.
1: <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so everyone go subscribe to both of those shows. all three, And listen to the uh, Watch the Periscope Show with Tachi. Um, thank you both, Tachi and Kevin, for coming on the show. We really, really appreciate it. love you guys. Yeah. We hope to have you on again. We hope to come on and review some more stuff on your show. We still, you got me all hooked into Sabrina for coming <laughs> oh on the show. So now I love the show.
2: The Christmas and, episode was really good, too. I did so that.
1: I blame you two for that, uh, having me watch another television show of all the other things that I'm watching uh, that added another thing. But thank thank you both so much for coming on. Uh, we, we really, really appreciate it. you guys so
0: much. Thank you so much for having us and for also being on, on our show. And we can't wait. If there is some TV show that you guys are particularly passionate about that's coming up and you want to join us, let us know. We will be Absolutely. happy to Absolutely. have Absolutely. you join us. Because I, like Umbrella Society, I've already seen it. So if you want to talk with me about <laughs> anyway, that. We, can't, <laughs> and
3: everything. I'd be happy to we can't wait to have you guys back. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh, one last quick thing, sure,
0: because you know I, I hate to ask this because Ta- this happened when Tachi was on the show, but now that I'm on the show, I don't get asked the question I was looking forward to. What nerdy thing have I done this week? Oh, Why is it yeah. the one show I'm on that isn't brought up?
1: Oh, see, we we haven't done that recently, so uh, let's let's do it. All right. What do it. have you done, nerdy?
0: Well, I got to be on the podcast. Why so serious?
1: <laughs> so... <laughs> So that was
0: the nerdy thing I've done this week. Not to mention, well, I, I went into this weird deep hole. Where there's these videos on YouTube about the fact that Star Trek Discovery and then the J.J. Abrams movies are not canon. And, and the whole reason why behind the money <laughs> oh, behind it and, the, and, and all about the merchandising. It is I, I'm embarrassed that I cannot stop watching these videos and all the arguments back and forth about what is and what isn't canon in the Star Trek universe.
1: Can. that's uh that's, yeah, that's the argument i don't want any parts of because <laughs> how do
2: you win that i don't i don't, I don't see want it. Any nobody's parts winning that argument. that argument it's gonna go on forever Mm-mm.
1: so yeah thank you thank you both for coming on um like i said in the beginning of the show uh we are going to be doing a abducted in plain sight review we're going to be doing a street fighter versus mortal Kombat. we'll be back next week i don't remember if i have a guest on or not next week it might just be me devin and mike Uh, At the end of the month, we'll be doing our Season 2 recap of The Gifted, which I can't wait to talk about. Uh, So make sure you subscribe to our show on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast app. Leave us a five-star review. And thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you later.